Ladies and gentlemen, your prodigal sons have returned. This is No One Likes the Tune Podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. My name is Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Wong. Daryl, we've been on a little summer hiatus. That's right, that's right. Unplanned, <laughs> unscheduled summer hiatus. Sometimes what happened? Sometimes yeah. the season calls for it, you know? The demands of life out and about. I think at this point with our podcast, we should just do whatever we want. Uh We're such big stars in the industry. Mm -hmm. You know, we have such reach that sometimes people got to work around us, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how I feel about it anyway. Uh, But we did watch a movie this week. I watched it. Sort of starting last week, yeah, into this week in about four chunks. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. And you? Uh, yeah, I did nothing last week, and I think the previous weekend I watched eighty-five percent of it. Yeah, I saved a little bit of dessert for the end. Watch mm, that is fresh. It dessert? Is it dessert? <laughs> like, we watched Hobbs and Shaw this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, the Samoa part is the hardest part of this movie to get through, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I don't know if that was a product of me watching this in four pieces, and like it is the fourth piece, mm-hmm. and I am like sitting down trying to like it's like eating my cottage cheese. You know what I mean? <laughs> like kind of like just. Like, swallow it down. But the Samoa piece is not fun. It was not fun for me this week at uh-uh. all. Yeah. Really hated it. Um, it just feels, like, really hokey. I mean, you know what it feels like? It feels like Red Notice. Mm. Mm-hmm. A little prequel to the Red Notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um. And as you all know, Daryl and I really love that movie, Red Notice. It came out last year, and everybody definitely remembers, and they're making, like, six sequels, too. Oh, my goodness. You know that movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. How was your watch through? Um, surprisingly, I had a good time. But the reason for that is not because the movie has changed. Right. Um, in between my two watches, I actually... Um, I guess I watched slash listened to a to another podcast with Sung Kang as guest. Oh, uh, cool! It was the Smoking Tire podcast. Matt Farah. I don't know. I came across oh, it. some kind of car. Is it like car dude. Car dude. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And and Sung Kang, I I follow him on Instagram. He is a car guy. He like does car stuff. Yeah. So he spoke on that, and that's the general impression, but. It was like I watched a number of these different interviews with other YouTubers that I follow, but Sun Kang actually had the most interesting interview. I learned a lot about Sun Kang, learned a little bit about um, The Rock and Jason Statham oh. and how I just like nothing too surprising, but uh, Sun Kang was just comparing, you know, his type of fame, small time, like indie startup. Yeah. And. He, talked, he was talking about the first time that he met The Rock or just being in the same room as The Rock or Jason Statham. And 
the way he described it, he's like, look, like, you can't, you can't buy this. You can't teach this. Like, there's certain people that can play big roles like this. Mm-hmm. And these are those guys. And when Jason Statham gets into a room, the level of masculinity, the energy around <laughs> him, he's got the whole martial arts thing going. He, uh, mm. Yeah, he's got the accent. It's, yeah, it's palpable. And that's something that, um, whatever, directors, producers, casting people pick up on. And that's how people are chosen for these roles. Sure. And Yeah. It's so, movie stardom. Movie stardom. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I thought that was, uh, yeah, that put a, like a nice perspective on watching this movie. I was like, look, like we dog on, we dog on these two making this movie, but we do. Yeah. yeah, but they are, yeah, they're professionals like through and through and you know, they're selected for this and they do it. Um, right. So whatever on that, but more about the Sun Kang interview. So he, you know, he has all of these, uh, he has all this car stuff that he does now, but previous to it, he was like, I don't know anything about cars. I still don't know anything about cars. Right. And I really liked his, just his mentality around it because it seems like he's, um, yeah, through, yeah, through fame in Tokyo Drift, he's really leveraged a lot of these connections to learn a lot about car stuff. Like he's got, he learns from all these drift dudes. He knows all of these, uh, body, yeah, like body guys and just like real cartooners. He's been given the opportunity to connect with just because like they see him, they're just like, Ooh, you are into this kind of stuff. Yeah. But, in, but instead of like faking it, he has used all of those connections as like learning opportunities. And, uh, yeah, he told the story about like that, Fair Lady Z that he's been working on and how, um, like, he got these Japanese. Yeah, like, like What's he been school. working on? The, the Z. He made a Z at some point. Like a three... Two seven, like a 270 oh, okay. Z. Yeah. yeah. And how, you know, he started this big old project. He got all of these craftspeople to come through um, to make this, like, legendary car. And then... He, just, he didn't know how to take care of something like that. And right. He took it on like a press thing, drove it through the dirt, and just ruined, ruined the thing. It. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> That's a good yeah. story to, and a humbling story to tell. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And he said, he's like, look, that changed everything for me. Yeah. He's like, before I was just a movie star, but after destroying this work of art over here, he was like, I'm never going to treat a car like that again. If I ever work on a project, if I ever get in a car, I'm going to take the time that it takes to sort of honor the machine and the piece of work. Yeah. And so from there, he's like, that's how he became the car guy, and that's how he's sort of started all these other projects. Yeah, he had a little, cool. like, Opal or something that he was working on in, mm-hmm. in on Instagram, I saw. But, yeah, yeah, it's cool. He's always, like, I don't know, you know, obviously with that kind of stuff, you never know, like, how much... Like, are you showing up at the shop at 4 o'clock and, like, taking a couple Instagram pics, or are you, like, mm-hmm. doing stuff with... With the guys, it's right. impossible to tell. So it's right. good to know that he's he's into it. Not that I really give a shit because like I'm in the same boat car wise mm-hmm. as Sun Kang, which is like I'm not in the same boat in terms of like I don't have money to like get you know take it to the shop and like hang out with these guys. But um, I just like I don't know anything, so like everything I do is a process of completely fucking something up. 
<laughs> trying to maybe like tape and glue it back together so that it like starts. And sometimes that's been successful and sometimes that's been not so successful, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's really fucked things up. <laughs> yeah. But whatever, that's I guess that's kind of the fun of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um my shout out later is kind of related to this, but I do want to save it. Okay. Okay. Bit. Yeah. Um, no, I like that humility and I like that vibe. Um, yeah. I mean, do you think the rock would ever be like, I'm a complete beginner at this guy. So, you know, I'm quite yeah. slate. So right. whatever you need, <laughs> I'm there, you know, like, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe. He does talk a lot about staying humble. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. um, yeah, I don't... Um, yeah, I don't know. But there is that movie stardom quality. I mean... I guess the movies, like big blo- blockbuster movies, are like a process of trying to bottle and sell you that quality, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, not to like harp on Tom Cruise. <laughs> Because we talk about it every single time. But the amazing thing about him is, like, he has gotten to that point through, I feel like, sheer force of will. From being, like, this dinky little piece of shit, like, mm-hmm. teenager, you know? And has just, like, completely, like, forced his head, th- like, through this industry and just become a tour de force. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, anyway... We should talk about Hobbs and Shaw and not Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. Again. I mean, there's good moments in this movie, you know? Mm-hmm. All the Hattie stuff yeah. early on and, like, when she actually gets to do stuff and be in fights and her fight with The Rock and, you know, like, her f- trying to get away from everybody. I like that stuff. Yeah. You know? Um, it's just when these two, like, you know, lunkheads... Start, start like riffing on each other. It gets annoying. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I had about this movie. I think I already said this before. It's like, don't inject yourself with the poison. Okay, it's a very common thing to do in the movies. Is taking <laughs> being a hero, taking responsibility. You know what? I gotta get this out of here. I'm just gonna put it in my body. Yeah, I honestly, I agree. <laughs> Would it have been harder to, like, steal it back from Etion? Mm-hmm. You went to Etion anyway, right? Uh-huh. Like, you're making a trip to Etion in this movie to try to steal, you know, to, like, try to get the, like, science process of extracting your blood and stuff like that. Wouldn't it have been easier to maybe hand Etion, you know, Idris the, the suitcase? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hand him the suitcase and then attack the convoy. All right, that's the yeah. recipe. That's the recipe for this exactly. movie: is attack, attack the convoy. Exactly. Okay, the convoy. It's the only successful heist in this entire series is when they attack the convoy in six. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. That should have been the move. Don't inject yourself. Like at this point, it's not even your job. Is she not? Isn't she? I guess she is MI six at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not your job. Your job as an MI6 agent or whatever you are is not, oh, inject yourself with the poison. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, right. if I was your MI6 boss at that level, I'd be like, mm, you're fired. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's the way to go, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You took the assignment a little bit too far in this case. We're going to talk about this in your performance review because you really, uh, you really yeah. put the organization in a bad place here. Can you actually come into my office for a meeting <laughs> and we're going to lock you in there for 72 hours and you're going to die so uh-huh. that this virus doesn't get out. Yeah. 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 Major yeah. damage control. Major, 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 major damage control. Also, where are they? They... Don't they, they like, disavow her or something? She's, like, now a rogue agent. Yeah. But at what point did they do that? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I know. It's be, they did that because uh, uh, Etion controls the news. And they right. Put Etion out this, controls the news. Right, right of course. Like, now she's rogue. Silly of us. <laughs> Right. Etienne does control the news. And, uh, yeah, I really don't like the news thing. Only because those graphics are like, there's like one blue, it's the exact same graphic, like motion graphic for the news. Like, whoever did the motion graphics were like, yeah, turn this one red, this one is blue, and this one's orange. (laughs) It's like, Mm -hmm. we'll just do, be like all different channels are showing this thing. You just change the graphic from, like, blue to orange, dude. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Let's create maybe a couple of these things. Uh-huh. I can't imagine, like, that many... I don't know. I know motion graphics are expensive, but... I feel like it's doable on, <laughs> on the scale of this movie. It's oh, like this. to get a couple. Right, right. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. I'm out of shit to say about Hobbs and Shaw, other than I didn't like it. I don't think Samoa piece works. You know, maybe I'd be interested in seeing, at this point, a whole, like, Fast and Furious Samoa movie. That's never going to happen at this point. Uh Uh-huh. Right, right. We don't think there's a sequel coming for this, right? No. Hobbs and Shaw 2, right? I don't I'm gonna think look so. Let's think. Is Jason Statham, is he in picture still? You think he's going to come back in X? He's kind of out, isn't he? I mean, they teased it, right? Uh-huh. At the end of 9. Right. Yeah, I think he's going to come back. So he's back. He's still in it. Yeah. Because the Shans are still in the... Shans are still in it. Hobbs... Retired. Hobbs is retired. Sorry. Um, Hobbs is retired forever. Hobbs is never coming back. The Rock is not coming back to this franchise. If he were to come back, it would be for a Hobbs and Shaw, too. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the studios are that interested. Like, I think Vin has won, basically. And, like, mm-hmm. basically convinced the studios look, I understand what you're trying to do, but you're going to confuse the brand. And, like, we really have to just bring this all into under one umbrella. We can't be doing these spinoffs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably a valid argument. You know? Because, like, what is Hobbs and Shaw? What is it? Mm-hmm. Is it, like, did this happen? 
you know, like the Marvel route is hard is a really hard way to go because like they say they're like all of this happened. Right. I, everything in every movie happened. <laughs> so that gets progressively harder and harder to like tie in and make, you know, make sense and yeah. Um, I think they're in a process of kind of trying to reset everything over the next couple of years. Um, I think that's the right move because, yeah. yeah, if you try to roll in Hobbs and Shaw, you really are going to have to reintroduce Etion without Idris Elba. Yeah. Or with Idris Elba is even a bigger problem, you know? It's like... <laughs> yeah. So you have to do that, and then you're still going to have Ghosts and Shadows. You know, you're still going to have... Mr. Nobody around, sort of. Right. Did they not know about Etion this whole time? You know, yeah. So we got to get into that. That's, that's way too messy. And oh, now you have so these, messy. like, Ghost Shadow Etion superpowers that are just over, you know, taking up too much focus and emphasis. Right. Right. And yeah. what about, and we've also got a problem with um, Shaw 2. He can't really be around. He's still a bad guy. Shaw 2 is Deckard. Or Shaw 1. Oh, Shaw, Shaw 1. Yeah, Shaw come on. Pay some respect. To, I mean, I thought I'd call him 2. I thought I'd call him 2 because he was born second. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, the we got to get brother. this straight. It's, it's, yeah. it's movie appearance order. <laughs> movie appearance. <laughs> okay. okay, Shaw 1. Shaw 1 is Owen. Shaw 2 is Deckard. Right. Um... <laughs> Right, so Sean one, Sean one is definitely oh, a bad guy. The, uh, well, no, because he helped save that baby. I guess, but he's right. kind of responsible. That also happened. Yeah, he saved the baby, but you know. And Queenie is Vin Diesel's best friend, <laughs> <laughs> and she can just be like, "My son, I'm a bad guy," uh-huh. you know, like. She's in X, by the way. I was just trying to look up if there's any news about Fast X. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. She's going to be in it. Yeah. So, but Deckard, you know, Deckard, in theory, killed Han. But Owen is kind of responsible for killing Giselle. Right? Yeah, totally. I mean, it was like his guy, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Owen Shaw is responsible for, you know, messing with... fucked up a lot of shit. Exactly. Yeah. Is he was supposed to. That was his that was his job as the bad guy. That was guy. his job as the bad guy. No, he did mm-hmm. it well. He fucked up a lot of shit. And none of this like Deckard Shaw stuff would have happened or like the ha you know, all this crap doesn't happen if Owen Shaw doesn't come in and start fucking up a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. The Letty stuff the all the stuff. Letty stuff, all the like Han and Tokyo stuff. Deckard Shaw. Very bad. <laughs> also, wasn't he supposed to be working for Cypher, maybe? Like, wasn't, isn't that a thing? Uh, he got asked to work, or no, Deckard got asked to work for Cypher, but Owen was working with um, Reyes. No, not Reyes. Um, Braga. Braga. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, maybe four doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Four is a good movie. I can't wait to watch four again. (laughs) These later (laughs) ones are fucking hard to get through, man. Uh We watched a bunch of them in a row, and 
four is just like on the ground, the hot streets of LA. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. All right. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, Fast X, what else is going on? I was reading up on the news. Ding, 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 ding. Um, they finished shooting yesterday. Ooh, wow. Yeah, the 19th. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 122 days of shooting is what I calculated. Do we know anything about locations where they've been filming? Oh, they did say definitely some stuff in Italia. Okay. So, that's something. Um, Portugal Mm -hmm. and London are, like, I think the three main spots. Hmm. Interesting. I could see why... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can see why... So, yeah, that makes sense why Queenie might be back. Makes sense why Queenie might be back. It also makes... I mean, the Italy thing will be interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. We don't, I don't know, see like, very what many... This, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'll be, you know, it might be fun to see some more Italian cars. We just Hell see yeah. a Ferrari once in a while... Ferrari, pal. <laughs> More than you can afford. Mm-hmm. Um, who talks like that? <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah, the Italian cars is cool. Also, like, Dom's probably going to be, like, grinding a car around the rim of the Coliseum. <laughs> like, yeah. that'd be cool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, all, like, the Rome icon stuff. The iconography of, like, Roma. Mm-hmm. would be cool. Maybe they'll teach Ramsey how to drive in a Mini Cooper. Um, yeah, like the Italian job. <laughs> they should get Wahlberg in these movies. Yo. Statham's the only crossover from that movie, right? Or no, and Charlize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe, like, who else did they get? We're going to get Seth Green. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> or um uh who's yeah. the bad who's the bad guy double cross oh it's fucking ed norton yeah yeah get ed norton <laughs> ed norton would be good in these for yeah. sure yeah yeah no but um i don't think that's happening so the only other thing we know is mamoa is in festex uh-huh and is a villain confirmed mm, okay I don't know who he's playing. Maybe he's playing like Dom's other brother. Be <laughs> <laughs> good, right? Uh-huh. Um, and then Jack Reacher, the new Jack Reacher, not Tom Cruise, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in this movie also. Alan Rickton. Rick Rick Rickton. Uh, I don't know who he's playing. To me, he looks exactly like John Cena. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so, like, maybe he's just playing Jacob. And John Cena's like, oh, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, yeah. Alan Richson. Earlier this week, Alan Richson confirmed he has finished filming. That's it. Uh, yeah, I feel like if they offered John Cena an appearance, he would for sure take it. 
I'm like, just want to know who all these people are, yeah. are going to be. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of new characters. Yeah, a lot of new characters. Brie Larson coming mm-hmm. in. Um, Daniela Melchior, who is a Portuguese accent ac- actress, excuse me, um, is coming in. I don't know who any of these people are, but it's, I'm it sounds like they're introducing another bad guy crew. <laughs> You know what? Great. <laughs> Just lose all the other ones, right? One no of the things more. that works well about Six is, like, we spend a lot of time with the bad guys. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Get, like, a crew of Cypher, Mamoa, Brie Larson, <laughs> Daniela Malchior, Alan Richin, Richin. Like, sounds amazing, man. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I'm into it. But that's all I got this week yeah. for so. Fast X. I mean, all right. And Hobbs and Shaw. Do you want to do a little shouty-outy? Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you want to shout out to? Uh, so I want to give a shout out to a, like, lunch food, I guess. Lunch food, snack food. Um, I recently learned how to make onigiri. Which is a, yeah, so it's um, basically a rice ball with, um, it's traditionally served with a, like a cooked salmon flaked with a little bit of mayonnaise. Yeah. I put a little bit of spice in it. Um, yeah. And then you pack it in a rice ball, you wrap it in seaweed. And it's something that is common for Japanese school children to mm. throw in their sack and then bring to school. Snack and on it. They're delicious. It's something that you can normally pick up. They may have them pre-made at like an Asian grocery store. Um, I I learned recently that I could make these, and the yeah. the hurdle that I had before was that I thought you had to have special seaweed, but it's just like the big sheet, and you can buy yeah. it at the grocery store. Yeah, cut nori, it into whatever it's shape nori, you want. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So I was yeah Easy for peas. yeah for many years I was like I gotta do something special with the seaweed. I'm gonna have to prep it. And I kind of avoided it from there. But you just buy the sheet and wrap it around. Yeah. So we had a lot of fun. We made some of those last weekend. It's fun interacting. Did you have it when you were growing up? Um, once in a while. It yeah. wasn't anything that I ate normally. So it was always it was something that I would throw around. I definitely had it as a kid. Not mm-hmm. like as a I'm not a Japanese school child, but like when my dad would take me to like a Japanese restaurant, he would be yeah. like, "You should have that." Look, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I learned how to make them. We made a small batch of them, so I've been snacking on those all week. Cool. Delicious. Pretty good. I mean, pretty healthy in terms of like stuff that you could potentially eat. Um, so, yeah, it's not too hard. Google it. There's a little bit of like seasoning spice that you can put on it, but do it. Is that taste. like a? Is that like? Does it always have the seasoning spice or no? Um, not always. Like, if you, you know, you Anybody use a nice salmon. Yeah. Onigiri? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They say you can put a little bit of, like, the fish flake. Uh, traditionally, it has a little bit of, I think it's like a pickled, pickled plum that they put in there. Uh, I just yeah. put on, I had some black sesame seed. I put that yeah. on there. A little soy sauce. Delicious. Onigiri. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm now. I want to eat one, right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm like, it sounds good. Um, 
My shout out this week. I bought a camera that Ooh. takes film. Cool. Which I'm pumped about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is like back, harkening back to our Sung Kang conversation. I don't know anything about cameras or photography mm-hmm. or light or exposure or focus or anything like that or film, mm-hmm. developing it. But I bought a camera, bought a couple rolls of film. Um, and then I'll, once I get that film developed somewhere, I got, I got a scanner where I can scan the negatives and then do it digitally. I don't know. I just felt like, yeah, that'd be fun. So I cool. bought some stuff. I, got a, I went to a vintage camera store, which was like, I think it's an Etsy store. Or at least they sell through like an Etsy. Etsy has some sort of like, you know, payment thing that they have. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, bought it online. Showed up in a couple days. Kicks ass, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got a Canon A1. It's really heavy <laughs> and super cool. Um, and I got a couple lenses. I got like a kit, so I have a couple lenses for it. Sweet. It's awesome, man. Like, I don't know. I was just took it to a party last night and was shooting some stuff. And yeah, we'll cool. see how it turns out. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but like, I'm probably going to screw a bunch of stuff up and feel like it's a low barrier of entry but and low stakes screw right. up stuff, you know? It's like, there's no, there's no like, Life or death situation. Like, if you screw up car stuff, I feel like at a certain point, you don't install the brakes. You know, it's like, oops, Mm -hmm. forgot. That's a problem. (laughs) Right. With the camera, it's like, oh, what's the worst that happens? So. Cool. That's exciting. I'm glad. I've never had, yeah, I've never had a film camera before. Um, But, like, my dad, my sister, Jess, like, they're all into photos, photography. Um. I think my family, like, they've moved on to digital for the most part. But, um, yeah, it seems like fun, you know? Yeah. And, you know, you might you, you might find yourself at some point seeking out, like, different stuff so you can go and get a good photo or something. That could be a fun. Yeah. Thing. The developing, there are, you can develop your own film at home. Yeah. That seems intimidating to me. Mm-hmm. That's chemistry. My, historically... <laughs> Worst subject ever at school of all time. Mm-hmm. I got an F minus in chemistry. <laughs> really? Pretty, pretty, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a good chunk. I didn't. I didn't. I actually just squeaked by. Overall, I think in chemistry with a D minus. I think I got like a sixty-one or sixty-two in chemistry mm-hmm. for the year, but. Uh, yeah, there were a couple quarters there that failing grade. Uh, I was in chem honors. And I remember Whoa. actually my sister and I were in like basically the same class. She's two years younger than me. And it wasn't the same classroom, but it was the same teacher, yeah. just different periods. Yeah. And we b- were both so good at chem that I remember... I, it was my senior year. It was like the last semester. I was, my score was so high that I just bombed the final for fun and I still got an A. (laughs) Fuck you, man. (laughs) I couldn't, you know, I couldn't remember the chemistry. I couldn't remember any, I I just like didn't get it. 
I just mm-hmm. didn't. The like, covalent bonds, like, what the fuck is that? Like, right. I didn't get the math of, like, the C2, H2, like, how all those things, mm-hmm. you know, like, you how to, they combined. You have to diagram them out and stuff. Couldn't, I didn't, I didn't get it. There was some yeah. sort of system for chemistry that just never clicked for me. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. understand how to do it. You know, and I was like, I was good at math and I was good at other stuff that I felt like was, you know, I could like understand, like had a system and I could figure out the system and do the system. Right. Basically. Um, and then I was good at the writing stuff, you know, anything I, but chemistry was just like, nah. Mm-hmm. So it was like snooze, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a boring, yeah. uh, you know? Uh, so no, no chemistry for me. And, and as of yet, like maybe I'll buy a home developing kit and give it a shot at some point. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, not now. Work on the shooting, on the photography first. Then yeah, you can I'll work, work on, on the, the processing. First. And like, there's a lab, there's still labs out there, like everywhere you go, basically, that'll mm-hmm. develop your Kodak film or whatever. Uh, and then they just give it back to you and yeah, I got a scanner. Cool. So I'm going to, like, um, fucking scan it. And, like, I definitely do do digital stuff, like Photoshop and things like that. I've been doing it for years for my job. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, man, we're going to cap it. Mm-hmm. I got some stuff to do today. Uh, if you want to, um, oh God, I hate this part. Um, you know what? Just Google us. <laughs> Good old No One Likes the Tuna podcast. You'll find us. We're all over there. the place. So you made it this far. Thank you so much. You know where to find us. Yeah, I really feel like that's the vibe today. So <laughs> anyway, man, I'll talk to you next week. That sounds good. Later. <laughs>